Good morning, and welcome to Deb's podcast, and happy Saint Feast Day to Saint Bonaventure. It is today we were remembering him in a very special way. He was considered a minister general of the Franciscans, doctor of the church. Uh, he wrote the biography of Saint Francis and studied at the University of Paris. According to the Magnificat, Today, they state, by his wisdom, a house is built, Proverbs 24.3, by understanding it is made firm. He sought wisdom in God's revelation through prayer and study, and he filled others with the fruits of his learning through his work of teaching, and in wisdom he built up the order Friars Minor. And he wrote, the one so good and great desires you to embrace him and is waiting for you and is waiting to embrace you sg86 be moved with pity from my wounds and as such you see me set me as a seal on your arm so that in every motion of your heart in every deed of your hands you may resemble me who am wearing the seals you behold. So we have this powerful saint that is guiding us and instructing us today as Catholics. And I'm so excited because we have this opportunity to receive what I call spiritual clarity through their wisdom. And today, if we just make the time to be in adoration, the Lord will strengthen and inspire and bring you to that next level of spiritual growth. Today I had two full hours in his company and I had the opportunity to read St. Catherine of Siena's dialogue. And in it, I was able to go deeper in my faith and learn some things that I didn't know before. There are about 397 pages in this book. The foreword is one page long, the preface is four pages, and the introduction is 21 pages, and the prologue 25 to 27 pages. So. What is it that I can tell you about St. Catherine? I can tell you about what was recorded by her. Um, on page 48, she talks about, in God's great goodness, she had come to see and know the expanse of his clarity, his charity. She saw through the knowledge of herself, he had shown her the way of perfection in the gentle mirror of God's goodness through being made in the image of God she sees her own unworthiness she showed God the leprosy of the Holy Church and wretchedness of the world now just that much information still is tried and true and stands out just as powerfully today as it did during St. Catherine's time. And 
If we take the time to look and see what God is trying to do through us, we can obtain his way of perfection. Now, I don't know if it'll come as profoundly as it did and powerfully as it did for St. Catherine of Siena. But when we read and study about her life and we enter into that realm of devotion, if you will, I believe Catherine can take us to that next level of seeing things through the eyes of a saint and following in her saintliness. She has a lot to offer, I believe, for us as Christians. And I'm going to go on to read another item here on page 53, um, 33, excuse me, paragraph 1. She talks about the willingness to desire suffering, pain, and hardship even to the point of death for salvation of souls is a way that is very pleasing to God. In loving me, you will come to know the truth. If you hate me, you harm your neighbor and yourself, and the harm is both general and particular. So the willingness to desire suffering, she also talked about if we pray for others, uh, we can enter more deeply into receiving more grace from God. On paragraph four, you ought to help your neighbor grow spiritually in prayer and counsel. I don't know how many of you have felt compelled to do that. In order to help somebody spiritually, you really have to know your faith um, because you want to guide them properly, right? You don't want to just say anything off the cuff and not have accurate information. On page 33, paragraph 4, she goes on to say, It is yourself you harm the most because you de are deprived of yourself of grace. And so in order for us to enter into grace with God, we have to be prayerful. Um, we have to take the time. We have to invest in our faith. And we need to study Scripture and we need to read books that are going to guide us down that perfect path of spiritual perfection. On page 33 to 48, the chapter ends and a new one begins. Uh, sin is both in the mind and in the act. Well, this is pretty profound. Uh, sensual selfishness has driven out your loving charity. You ought to have for God and neighbor some extent cruelty even further. Refusing the good examples of virtue and wickedness, assuming the role of the devil by dragging others from virtue to vice. So if we're not careful, what St. Catherine of Siena is saying here, we could bring someone down the wrong path through our bad example, through our bad guidance. Um, she goes on to say that when we refuse God's example of virtue and wickedness, we assume the role of the devil, and she calls this spiritual cruelty, making oneself the instrument for depriving others of life and dealing out death. Every scandal of hatred and cruelty, everything unbecoming springs from the root of selfish love. You cannot belong to Jesus unless you crucify all your self-indulgent passions 
and desires. She goes on to say, virtue is attained only through love of God. So again, if you have the opportunity to be in adoration and to sit and reflect upon this spiritual cruelty, you will learn that everything that's negative, that goes against what God wants for his children, is going to lead you down the path of evil. And virtue, if we really want to have virtue, we want to have a virtuous life, it can only be attained through God, through prayer, through adoration, through the Eucharist. I spoke with my husband today. He normally gathers with a bunch of men from church and they break bread uh, for breakfast, of course. And um, the one thing that I asked him today was, was there anything special that you could share and he shared with me, one of the gentlemen was asking for the prayers for a Eucharistic miracle. And for us to have this Eucharistic miracle is so important because even though we've had them already over the centuries of our faith, people are still walking away from God. Their eyes are not turned toward him and the goodness that is he. So uh, when they walk away from God, they walk away from the opportunity to live in a peaceful environment um, that's important for society. So we have all these um, horrific things going on in our world, and every day they appear to be getting worse. And sadly, evil has prevailed over so many souls who have not seen God's truth in their life, whether it's how they were raised, how they live their life after they're grown and are working in society. If they were not shown the love of God through a loving family, through the love of having a family and raising their own family with the help of the faith, we have what we have, and unfortunately, we have a godless society. But we need to overturn that godlessness and bring forth God's fruits through what we are being uh, taught through our priest at church, through what we are being taught on our own formation. We have to constantly bring forth goodness again. And I know that we have all these wonderful saints that have lived a virtuous life. If we would just take the time to study them, to read books about them that are accurate books of their life, we can inspire ourselves and inspire those around us through our prayers, through our readings, through our desire to have a healthier, um, more holier um, foundation again. And I think people would want more for themselves and for their loved ones. But if we don't bring this out into the attention of everyone, 
people will continue to go down the wrong path. So there's what they call fraternal correction. So when you see a brother or a sister doing something they shouldn't be doing or saying something they shouldn't be saying, and you know in your heart and in your spirit it's not correct, it's important that we speak lovingly and give that fraternal correction to uh, not let the evil agenda continue, but to allow goodness and graciousness of God to continue. Catherine of Siena goes on to tell us the importance of exercising self-knowledge in order to know God better. Like Catherine, let us seek the truth and clothe ourselves in it. So my brothers and sisters, we have to desire it first and foremost in order to obtain it. And I believe this next statement with all my heart on paragraph 2, on page 26 in the book, she goes on to say, Be enlightened by the truth in continual humble prayer, grounded in the knowledge of self and of God. And then I responded was, um, Honestly, I do not believe most of us know ourselves as good as we should, and we should recognize the importance of this and work through our imperfectness with honest eyes and a mindset of Christ. Such prayer, the soul is united with God, following the footsteps of Christ crucified, and through the desire and affection and union of love, he makes St. Catherine another himself. To become Christ is a miracle to us, God, God's power shining through us. Christ said, I will show you myself, and you will be one with me, and I with you. And in paragraph 3, Catherine goes on to say, While she was in prayer, she heard from a servant of God, lifted high in the spirit, God would not hide from her mind's eye his love for his servants. He would reveal it and say, Open your minds and eye, and you will see the dignity and beauty of my reasoning creature. Look at those covered in the wedding garment of charity. This is my favorite out of all the books so far. Adorned with Mary's true virtues, the quality held to be of great moral value, moral excellence, goodness, female chastity, and order of the angels on the strength of authority. I can remember when my very dear friend Ethel was spending out the last four months of her life and God had brought this holy woman into my life and I had the opportunity to bring Jesus to her in the form of the Holy Eucharist. And I have to tell you, the graces that were filling me inside were profound. And yet God gave me this most holy woman in my life in 2016 until 2022. I met her when she was age 86, and she died at the age of 81. And her profound love for Christ and Mary and all the saints brought me closer in my faith walk. Not that I wasn't walking already with Christ, I was, but she had shown me as the elder of the church to take my prayer life to the next level. So I'm eternally grateful to God for bringing Ethel M into my life. And I have another dear friend now, and um, he he's 90 years old, and um, I have him come over from time to time for a haircut and some coffee and some great conversations. And he's also 90, 90 years old. And 
what a blessing he's been to me. Again, this is what Catherine's saying. It's important to be charitable. So my heart is so big for abandoned children and being a stepmother of four children, I know how important it is to show love. And I have this opportunity now with all of them being married and moving on with their lives. I have this time now to give back in a charitable way to the elders of my church. And so I go on to have more blessings with another friend of mine and um, his name is Ed and he is a Benedictine oblate and um, when I knew it was his uh, patron saint's feast day, it was the feast day of Saint Benedict, I knew it would be very special to invite him over and to discuss the faith and to have coffee and I served up some other meals and um, it was just a time to recognize that God is powerful in each and every one of his children. It doesn't matter what our ages are, but we help each other and we bring each other further along and growing in faith. And I think that's the message that I wanted to bring forth. When you do wear and you are clothed in a wedding garment of charity, you invite God's people and you enter into God's company within their company and God's grace overflows. So I want to encourage you to enter more deeply into this wonderful garment of charity that St. Catherine is talking about and invite St. Catherine also into your prayer life by reading her wonderful book, uh, Dialogues. And you will be amazed by the lesson God has specifically chosen for you to discover in this book. And I've discovered some things that were very, very deep and personal, even in my own family life, that I'm learning just today, um, this truth uh, about my loved ones. And, and he has that same message for you. And I think these stories are meant to build us up and build up the kingdom of God to the point of people returning to their faith and to become stronger by the messages and to live out the most holiest and most beautiful life that God would have wanted you to live all along and yet you were distracted by the world and the wrong desires and God is just basically saying desire me so in the name of Saint Catherine in the name of our Lord and our Blessed Mother my prayer is that you desire Jesus over everything that is happening right now in your life and I also want to remember in a special way my aunt's brother who passed away on July 1st and um, he was, uh, I think, two years younger than me. He was only in his 50s, but um, we pray for the soul of Chucky Terrell on this day. So St. Catherine, please intercede for us. Show us how to have spiritual clarity and also the beauty of entering into the wedding garment of charity. So may we be clothed in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.